Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm extremely proud working for an organization that is uh, investing resources and is pushing uh, for these uh, sust sustainability goals. Uh, all of us by now uh, understand that uh, uh, if we continue uh, like this and we don't do nothing about uh, the environment uh, and uh, all the rest of uh, the SDGs, uh, the future generations will uh, face even bigger challenges than uh, what our generations are, are facing now. Hello and welcome to SDG Stories. SDG Stories is a podcast where stakeholders in the Nordics and in the Philippines share their best practices on challenges to working with CSR, sustainability, and the sustainable development goals. Knowledge sharing is a powerful tool in the transition towards sustainability and towards a better world for everyone. SDG Stories is an in-depth talk with people who make a positive impact on how to go from idea to result so you can get inspired. In this interview, I'm talking to General Manager Stamati Solomakos and HR and Administration Manager Clarissa Ui from Yotun, Philippines. We talk about how Yotun is highly committed to local communities and how good relations to local communities are necessary for business success. For example, Yotun, Philippines is contributing paint and monetary donations to the NGO Building Bridges, who are helping street children and their families in the Philippines. First of all, I want to thank you for being here today. Can you start out with telling me a little bit about yourself, what position you are holding, and how long you have been with Yotun? Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you for asking us uh, for this interview. Um, I'm Stamadi Solomakos. I'm uh, the general manager of Yotun Philippines. Um, I've been working with Yotun for almost 20 years. Uh, I'm from Greece. And uh, for the last uh, almost five years, uh, I'm the, the general manager here in the Philippines. Uh, Claire? Um, good morning, Malian. Uh, my name is Clarissa Uy. I'm the HR and admin uh, manager, and I'm also the CSR coordinator. I've been here in Jotun for almost three years when we started the factory. Okay. That's okay. it. Thank you so much. Uh, and can you tell me about what Yotun does, uh, what kind of uh, industry they're in and the mm -hmm. size and how many years they've been operating? So Yotun um, is operating uh, for the last almost 100 years. Uh, the company was founded back in 1926 uh, by Odd Gledic uh, Sr. in Sandefjord, Norway. Mm -hmm. And our headquarters are still there. Uh, and uh, still uh, the ownership of the company uh, stays with uh, the Gledich family. Uh, so we're a privately owned company operating in um, uh, 60, 60, more than 60 countries. Uh, we have more than 40 factories around the world. Uh, our business segment is uh, paints and coatings, which means that uh, uh, we are selling uh, and producing and selling uh, paints and coatings uh, that have to do with uh, four di different segments. 
which is uh, marine paints for uh, the maritime industry, uh, protective, uh, which is uh, more for the industrial uh, business and the industrial use, uh, decorative, which is uh, for architectural uh, paints, and we are also having a segment uh, for powder coatings, uh, which is the uh, the powder that is being used for. Uh, it's called dry paint, actually. Uh, it's a powder that is being used for structural elements in buildings and uh, appliances and uh, and so on. Uh, so. Um, this is uh, for the group. So when it comes to the Philippines, uh, Yodon has been present uh, in this country since uh, the 1980s, uh, initially through an agent. Uh, later on, um, when uh, they saw the potential uh, for this country, uh, the, um, the company decided to establish a branch office of uh, Yodon Singapore. And uh, this continued until uh, 2011. So in the, f uh, the beginning of 2011, Yotun uh, Philippines INC was established as a separate uh, entity. And uh, since then, we are an independent uh, company uh, belonging uh, to Yotun uh, AS, which is the group, and uh, reporting to our uh, Southeast Asian Pacific region, uh, with headquarters in Malaysia. Okay. okay. We are located in Santo Tomas, Batangas as well. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. And we have two offices. Yeah, sorry boss. We have two offices, which is in Santo Tomas, Batangas. We have manufacturing. And we have also office in Cebu. And warehouse. Warehouse, yes. Okay, and uh, why did uh, Yotun choose to, uh, to locate in the Philippines? So, uh, this has to do in general with our uh, strategy uh, worldwide. Um, Yotun's strategy has to do with organic growth, uh, which means that uh, Yotun is expanding uh, organically without uh, acquiring or merging with other companies uh, in, the, in the same uh, business. So um, the typical uh, way to expand is when we see an opportunity in one country, we go there, we establish a sales office, and uh, if the potential is there uh, and the business is growing, uh, considering also the local uh, laws, regulations, and, and all that, uh, we decide uh, to establish a manufacturing uh, facility, uh, factory, and uh, this is uh, practically what it happened also here in the Philippines. Of course, the Philippines um, has always, or at least for the last uh, decade or so, has been a, a very uh, dynamic uh, economy uh, with uh, big potential, especially when it comes to uh, developing infrastructure and uh, of course the marine business being a, an island nation. So uh, our principals uh, saw the opportunity for business growth and uh, the rest is history. <laughs> I see, I see. Now we're going to talk more specifically about corporate social responsibility. So how does Yotun work with co corporate social responsibility? So uh, in general, uh, um, Yotun uh, has uh, built for many years a very comprehensive 
regulated and uh, effective approach uh, when it comes to uh, CSR activities. Uh, and of course, all this is guided by our corporate values, uh, our four corporate uh, core values, uh, which is loyalty, care, respect, and boldness. Uh, our um, corporate responsibility strategy is uh, well established. Um, it's uh, embedded uh, organizationally, and uh, it has always uh, it, it's always communicated to all the employees. Uh, the Jotun Group has a very long history of uh, CSR activities. Uh, for more than three decades now, we have been uh, cooperating with the Red Cross uh, Red Crescent, uh, supporting uh, these organizations uh, in, all, in the countries where Jotun uh, is operating uh, and whenever there is a need. Of course, there have been also other projects like, uh, for instance, uh, we are supporting uh, training of uh, mine detection dogs. Uh, the latest one is in Cambodia. We have a, a dog named Jotun uh, who has been trained and is detecting mines to protect people there. Um, in addition to all these um, initiatives coming from the group, of course. Uh, as I said earlier, we have uh, it's a Jotun local company uh, that uh, they're arranging their own uh, projects in the local communities and uh, the local countries. Uh, this can be either monetary support, uh, of course, paint support, because since we are producing paint uh, uh, for us, uh, it's, a, it's a good thing to donate uh, paint and uh, of course uh, we're also supporting uh, engaging the local employees and uh, later on uh, Claire may explain how we're doing that mm -hmm. uh, and uh, when it comes to the sustainability program uh, we have our own program that is uh, been going on for more than 10 years now uh, this program is called the Yodun Green Steps so we started uh, being involved into sustainability uh, even before it came into fashion. <laughs> so uh, this uh, program is focusing on uh, reducing our uh, energy consumption, uh, reducing our carbon footprint in general, uh, hazardous materials, uh, waste, and uh, also reducing the VOC emissions. And uh, in addition, uh, we have uh, created also the Jotun Green Steps Solutions, uh, which is uh, products uh, that are uh, helping uh, buildings and uh, businesses to become more sustainable. So in these uh, initiatives, we're uh, helping architects, uh, owners and developers of uh, uh, properties or assets to reduce their environmental impact. So in general, this is how we're working uh, with uh, CSR and uh, sustainability on a group level. Um, when it comes to uh, the SDGs as, as defined by UN, as I said earlier, we have our own uh, Green Steps, uh, Yotun Green Steps uh, program. So until now, uh, we have not done any, any change to uh, make it uh, like uh, a, category, a categorization uh, relevant to SDGs. But I guess uh, most of the uh, initiatives described in SDGs are uh, included in our uh, Green Steps. Yeah. 
Um, do you see a trade-off between profit and sustainability, or do you see it as an not necessarily, not necessarily. I mean, um, I don't believe that uh, bringing out or launching new products that uh, uh, will help in uh, sustainability goals uh, will uh, affect the profitability of the company. Uh, Yotun in general is investing uh, big amounts of money into research and development. So uh, when research and development is uh, targeted strategically uh, towards uh, more uh, environmental friendly products or sustainable solutions, uh, I don't think that this adds uh, to our costs or uh, it uh, takes out from our profit. I want to ask you, Ms. Clarissa, um, how does the CSR committee work? Uh, when it comes to local, no, our commitment is uh, part of our sales will be allocated for a CSR budget. This is every year. There is a, CR, there is, there is a CSR uh, budget that is allocated for this one. And then we tie up with the different institutions. Normally, as Tomatis mentioned, we donate paint because we are a paint manufacturing. But what is important when it comes to just, we're, we're not just donating paint, but we involve our employees in terms of doing the CSR activity. But like, for example, um, when we do it for the school activities, donating paint, um, we en encourage our employees, including the family members, to, to do the work as, as well and to, to paint the hospitals and the schools as well. So that's how we normally do this local. And then by the end of the year, we normally report uh, the projects to our group. I saw that Jotun has been helping the NGO Building Bridges. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? We, we've been uh, with the tie-up uh, and support with the bridge builders for almost five years as of the moment. Um, we're, what we're, we're doing with them is to, to help them when it comes, of course, aside to the paint donation, we go there to paint the, the houses. We donated as well the school uniforms for the children. Um, at times, we're giving them, uh, if there's a need for a food, uh, what do you call this, feeding program, uh, we do the tie-up as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, what they are doing is amazing. Um, this is an NGO coming from uh, someplace north in uh, Norway. Uh, it's a purely NGO and uh, on uh, working with volunteers and so on. So practically what they are doing is that they are taking care of uh, street children. And uh, as you may know, here in the Philippines, uh, this is uh, an important issue. And uh, unfortunately, it looks like uh, now with the uh, COVID situation okay. and the uh, financial crisis that uh, is looming, uh, it's going to be uh, even more difficult. So these people um, are dealing with uh, the children and the families of the street children. Uh, they're uh, providing a safe environment for them to, to have at least a place to go and sleep and uh, have a shower and uh, have a, uh, a dish, uh, I mean, a plate of food to eat. Uh, they're taking care of uh, their education. Uh, mm. They're making sure that uh, these children are attending school. And this is extremely important because uh, they're giving uh, an opportunity to, to those children uh, to get out of this uh, situation 
and uh, look into a better future. Uh, but not only the, the children, but also their families. So their, their support is uh, unbelievable. And uh, the, uh, the people that uh, they're working with uh, here in the Philippines uh, are unbelievable. The, the, the job that they are doing with the children is, uh, is super. And of course, uh, uh, going back to our activities uh, as in the CSR uh, aspect, uh, we have been doing uh, many things. Uh, I mean, usually, uh, as uh, Clarissa said, uh, we are having a budget and uh, we're ha we are having some projects that uh, are ongoing, like the bridge builders or the support that, uh, I don't know if you're aware, every year we're supporting the Crayfish Party uh, for Nordsham, with Nordsham in order to uh, assist uh, the job of the Special uh, uh, Children Foundation, uh, which is a very worthy cause. Um, so we are having some projects like this, which are, which are standard every year. And then we are also encouraging our employees to come up uh, with uh, initiatives um, if they know uh, of uh, some uh, cause uh, in their barangay or uh, you know in the community, uh, we encourage them to to bring them up. So uh, then, of course, we prioritize uh, in the CSR committee in the, in the sense that uh, we want uh, whatever uh, we do in terms of donation or. Uh, uh, work or whatever else uh, to have a, a very positive impact. So this is the most important thing for us. Uh, and of course, uh, we are trying uh, to work with uh, other institutions such as uh, chambers like the PNBC, uh, Nordsam, uh, the Norwegian Embassy, and of course more local like uh, the local, uh, the local mayor, the schools, mm -hmm. the barangays, uh, mm -hmm. and Unfortunately, uh, there are some cases where uh, we have natural disasters, uh, such as, uh, you know, a typhoon or uh, an earthquake, uh, recently the Tal volcano. Mm -hmm. So we are also trying to, to assist there. Actually, yeah. aside to that, Malin, when it comes to this, the, what Stamatis mentioned in, in terms of Ta'al, the, the engagement is not only for the, the employees, but also uh, we, come, we, we go there as a management team. Our management team are also involved in this kind of activity, which is really good. Also going back to building bridges for street children, I read that it has been really difficult for street children during COVID because in the slums and on the streets, they had a difficult time making a living uh, because they earned money by driving tricycles or jeepneys or going through trash. But government regulations were very strict and pushing them to stay home, making it hard for them to earn money and get food on the table. Uh, yeah, um, this, this season related to that with it, it comes to bridge builders. This, this week we will have a, a meeting with the coordinator of bridge builders on how we can assist them in terms of this crisis. With Rose, eh? With Rose, yeah. Miss Rose. And uh, one other thing that uh, we were doing with, uh, and we will continue doing with Bridge Builders, uh, was uh, um, that uh, we had some, they had some uh, kids that uh, wanted to have some uh, uh, OJT, on-job uh, training. Mm -hmm. 
So, of course, uh, they had to be of uh, age, I mean, not underage. Uh, so, we, we brought in uh, one uh, nice uh, kid from, uh, from them. Uh, we gave him the opportunity to learn uh, some skills here with us and uh, we're going to continue with this. I mean, if uh, the opportunity is given, this is also important. Yeah, that, that sounds really, really good. Yeah, like uh, kind of training and skills. Mm -hmm. um, cool. Okay. So, uh, so why do you do all these things? Why do you um, commit to the to local communities and stuff? Um, so uh, when you say why, <laughs> actually the, there is no straightforward answer. Uh, first of all, uh, when it comes to Yotun in general, we believe that the good business uh, is extremely important. Uh, I mean, good business, uh, sustainable business, open business, transparent, clean, all that is extremely important uh, for, uh, for the community in general. Uh, on the other hand, we are also interested into um, the so-called human capital. Uh, in Yotun, we believe in general, and this is one of the reasons that, uh, that we are also into all this uh, cooperation with the UN and the human rights and, and so on, that um, uh, the human capital is the most important asset, uh, not only for for our company, but uh, also in general. So uh, as part of that, we are trying uh, to assist uh, as a responsible uh, stakeholder in, uh, in the community. We are trying to assist uh, all the communities that uh, we are uh, working in. And we're doing it in uh, all around the world. And uh, we want to be perceived as a responsible uh, partner for the community. This is part of, uh, of our ethics, let's say. Uh, can you elaborate on what kind of, uh, is it like a wide or a narrow definition that you have of stakeholders? Uh, when we're discussing stakeholders in Yotun, uh, we have a very wide range. I mean, uh, we consider as stakeholders uh, all our employees, uh, of course, the owners of the company, uh, all our partners, uh, our customers, our suppliers, the NGOs that uh, we are uh, cooperating okay. with, and of course, uh, all the public in general, the community. So it's a very wide range of stakeholders. You mentioned before that you were involved with the, with the UN. Uh, yes. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Uh, when it comes to uh, the UN, as I said earlier, uh, Jotun believes that uh, responsible business uh, helps uh, to build a very good society as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, Jotun is uh, committed to being fair, consistent and uh, trustworthy in all our activities. Uh, we're operating with transparency, openness and uh, the highest standards of compliance uh, when it comes to health and safety and uh, also um, uh, corruption, anti-corruption. So uh, we have a special uh, separate uh, compliance department uh, in Yotun that is uh, training all the employees uh, on our uh, business principles. And uh, of course, uh, we are reporting on the UN uh, uh, Global uh, Compact uh, uh, principles. 
and uh, we have uh, also report relevant reports on uh, on all this on our uh, global Jotun uh, group reports that are uh, being published uh, on a yearly basis so uh, when it comes to human rights uh, what we say is that uh, of course uh, we are respecting the UN human rights uh, declaration and uh, the international uh, labor organization standards we are providing <clears throat> Uh, high health and uh, safety standards in our working environments, uh, in all the sites, uh, factories and uh, sales offices and so on that we have. And, uh, <coughs> and of course, we are taking all the appropriate steps to prevent accidents and injuries. Uh, we encourage uh, all the constructive discussions uh, within uh, our, uh, our business and uh, without uh, jeopardizing either the position or, uh, you know, the uh, how the employees are feeling, uh, individuals. Uh, we engage in uh, negotiations in good faith uh, when this is uh, needed, uh, both with our employees and uh, the communities and, and so on. Uh, we're facilitating the communication uh, with all uh, our employees to address if there are any concerns. Uh, we're respecting the right of uh, personnel to form and uh, um, and join uh, trade unions of their choice and uh, of course it goes without saying uh, that we're avoiding any kind of discriminatory practices uh, with regards to, to gender, uh, age, uh, race or religion. Of course uh, we, we're against uh, child labor, uh, we're making sure that uh, uh, not only our companies, but also our suppliers and so on are not engaged into any kind of uh, child uh, labor. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, to, to make sure that uh, all this is uh, followed, uh, we are having, uh, we're conducting audits. And uh, audits are being uh, conducted uh, not only to our own companies, uh, but also to, uh, and the different functions uh, in operations, in finance, in HR, in uh, sales, uh, we're having constant audits, but uh, we are also auditing uh, our uh, suppliers. And we're also very active in, uh, towards our customers and our uh, uh, dealers or uh, suppliers and so on. Uh, we're giving them in writing uh, all our policies uh, when it comes to uh, the UN and uh, the UN compact and uh, transparency and all that. So uh, we are extremely particular in all that. And of course, uh, with the latest uh, GDPR uh, thing, uh, we have been pioneers in implementing all this and especially here in the Philippines. Uh, we have uh, done a very extensive uh, work to make sure that uh, we're complying with uh, with all the requirements. And uh, uh, part of that is also that uh, we're having uh, channels where people can uh, do the so-called uh, whistleblowing without uh, jeopardizing uh, their uh, personal information, uh, data and all that. So nobody uh, is afraid of any kind of consequence uh, when they have to or when they want uh, to do the so-called whistleblowing. You mentioned that you also make sure that your suppliers are complying. Have you had any difficulties in finding suppliers and making sure that they're complying to regulations? 
I cannot speak for uh, the rest of the group. Uh, as far as we're concerned here in the Philippines, uh, especially during the time like three years ago when we started uh, with the factory, uh, we had to find uh, local suppliers for raw materials, although most of them are coming from abroad, we're importing, but still uh, we're having some local suppliers. So we made it very clear from the very beginning uh, to all the potential suppliers that uh, these are the rules uh, that uh, we want to follow. Uh, we made audits. Uh, as far as I know, we didn't have any uh, instances where we, we faced some challenge when it comes to that. Uh, I think uh, here in the Philippines, um, okay, there are some uh, issues uh, that have to do uh, mostly with compliance, but uh, when uh, the customer, meaning ourselves, are uh, showing a responsible stance uh, towards that and making it very clear to uh, the potential supplier that this is our policy, um, then uh, it's not that difficult. Okay, that's, uh, that's interesting that you're uh, kind of uh, showing the way um, for, uh, for suppliers in, in terms of sustainability. Mm -hmm. um, do you think uh, sustainability should be pushed by the, by the private sector or would you, would you rather see that the public sector, for example, regulators in the Philippines are more strict on on regulations and so on? So about the Philippines, uh, I think there should be uh, a kind of combination of the two. Mm -hmm. Meaning, uh, of course, uh, private sector is uh, more flexible in adapting uh, into new um, uh, norms and uh, initiatives and all that and especially uh, foreign companies that uh, have invested in uh, facilities here in the Philippines and are established uh, here, uh, along with uh, some of the big conglomerates that are uh, uh, the local conglomerates in the country, uh, can of course spearhead uh, this effort. But uh, in countries like the Philippines, I don't think that uh, uh, the private sector can achieve uh, so many things alone. Uh, it needs also the assistance from uh, from uh, the government. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Um, so, uh, so how did the uh, coronavirus uh, impact on your sustainability engagement? Did you uh, see any challenges because of it, or? The main challenge for us uh, is uh, main challenge, main concern. Uh, as I, I said earlier, uh, our uh, biggest asset and most valuable asset is our people, our human capital. So uh, the challenge we're having uh, or the concern is to make sure that uh, all our people are uh, safe and healthy. And uh, of course that our operation is running. Uh, so, uh, for us, that was the main concern and still is because, uh, okay, you are away, but uh, I believe you know uh, what is the situation here in the, in the country with yeah, COVID. Yeah. So, uh, so far, knock on wood, uh, I think we are doing okay. Um, 
we don't have major problems. Of course, there is disruption uh, when it comes to business and effect in our um, performance as, uh, I mean, sales and so on. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is uh, our people. And uh, so far, our people are safe and uh, we are planning to, to keep it that way. Uh, we will continue uh, supporting uh, the bridge builders, uh, the causes uh, w in cooperation with uh, Nordsam and uh, PNBC. Uh, of course, uh, when uh, they will start uh, uh, with the schools or before they start with the schools, uh, we'll do uh, like every, every year uh, donations of paint uh, to our local uh, schools here around our, the community that uh, that we're located so that uh, the so-called Brigada Escuela uh, continues. Uh, other than that, uh, I don't know, Claire, any, anything else? Um, other than that, it's uh, the, the idea is to have more foundations to tie up, especially for children. Last year, we started to have this kind of tie up <clears throat> in a hospital where uh, we go there and donate at least some gifts to those uh, children, pediatric mm -hmm. hospital, something like that, public hospital when we go there. So the plan is to, to continue but have some time tie up with, with the organizations which can help up more uh, to help more public hospitals, especially pediatric patients, um, public. What would your advice or tips be for other companies in the in the Philippines or in the Southeast Asian uh, region be if they want to work more with uh, sustainability? Um, my <laughs> my tip would be to have a firm strategy and follow it. I mean, um, develop a strategy uh, on what uh, you want to do. Uh, make it uh, as focused as possible in a sense that uh, you cannot uh, focus on all uh, SDGs. Uh, it's better to choose two, three, four of them and uh, focus there, allocate resources and uh, make sure that uh, you have an impact. Uh, so this is my tip. Uh, mainly to focus and uh, try whatever you do to have an impact, uh, especially to your local community. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, more specifically to you, uh, Ms. Clarissa, um, uh, do you have any specific goals that you want to achieve uh, as the head of the CSR committee? Um, aside to continuously achieve, uh, of course, the proper allocation of our resources um, to help the community at least, uh, and, and also the involvement and the engagement of our employees for this kind of uh, good uh, program, and then to make sure that our efforts have impact in the community that we are operating. So that's mainly the, the, the goal. Okay, that's really good. Mm. Uh, and for both of you, how does uh, working with sustainability uh, make you feel about uh, Yongchun? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm extremely proud working for an organization that is uh, investing resources and is pushing uh, for these uh, sust sustainability goals. Uh, all of us by now uh, understand that uh, uh, if we continue 
like this and we don't do nothing about uh, the environment uh, and uh, all the rest of uh, the SDGs, uh, the future generations will uh, face even bigger challenges than uh, what our generations are, are facing now. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm extremely proud and uh, happy and uh, I feel that uh, the way the Yotun group is engaging uh, with uh, the local communities is extremely important. And the fact that uh, also uh, the employees uh, are involved into that uh, really makes a difference. Thank you. And, uh, and how about you, Ms. Teresa? Uh, for me, I've been working in HR for more than 10 years now, and I've been in a different companies, no. but this is the first time that I have uh, working with a company who has allotted part of the sales budget for the CSR activity. And uh, being uh, raised from a poor family, I know the fact that it's really hard having nothing. So the being the head of this, to, to correlate, no, being the head of this committee, I think it's more somehow easy for me to, to understand the need as well of the society, especially for the children. That's the reason why some of the tie-ups are more particular with the children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I completely understand. Do you have a specific SDG that matters a lot to you personally? To sustain the life uh, uh, below water, I mean marine life and all that. This uh -huh. uh, talks to my heart and uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if I told you that I'm Greek and uh, Greece is a maritime nation and uh, we're extremely proud of it. And on top of that, uh, I'm also a diver. So uh, I really enjoy uh, the marine environment and I think, uh, and also, in Yotun, uh, being uh, a supplier of marine coatings, it's extremely important that uh, we make whatever uh, is possible that uh, we don't harm the mar marine environment. So this, uh, this goal speaks to my heart. Yeah, I, I definitely understand. And since you're a diver, I can imagine that you're also um a little worried about the coral reefs or dying? Of course, of course, there's no question about it. And uh, it's extremely sad that, um, for instance, things that uh, I have, uh, I had the opportunity to, to see uh, during my dives uh, will not be available for my son uh, later on, or my grandson. Uh, and this is uh, extremely sad. So we need to do whatever is possible to, to prevent this from happening. Definitely. Um, uh, and how about you, uh, Ms. Clarissa? Do you have a specific SEG that you uh, that's your favorite? Um, correlates to my role and to my profession. I think I'm more of a goal 16, which is a peace and justice strong institution. It's somehow more of uh, running the institution, uh, running the business into ethical standards, abiding to regu regular regulations, local regulations, and so on. Mm 